You're listening to the Food Freedom Podcast, hosted by me, Dylan Murphy, Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. Food Freedom Podcast explores the topics of intuitive eating, mindset, and body respect to help you create a lifestyle of lasting food freedom. We believe it's possible to feel confident in your food choices and connected to your body. And here on the Food Freedom Podcast, we will show you how. I'm the owner of Free Method Nutrition, a nutrition coaching practice helping women make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. We welcome all foods over here from kale salads to queso and everything in between. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Food Freedom Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking all about self-care. And if you've spent any amount of time on Instagram or reading self-help books or anything like that, sometimes the definition of self-care can get very blurred. And I feel like in our society, it's easy to think of self-care in the sense of bubble baths and spa days. And while, yes, those are forms of self-care, there are also many, many other ways. To put it simply, self-care is the act of caring for yourself. And really, it's a framework to support and to honor your overall health. And I think that's where it can get very easily confused. With self-care, there's the assumption that taking care of yourself is selfish or that taking care of yourself only involves relaxing things such as the bubble baths and spa days, like I mentioned, getting your nails done, all the things like that. And really, if I'm being honest, I feel like that's rarely what self-care looks like, at least for me. And don't get me wrong, I love a good massage, a good face mask, but self-care is so much more than that. And if that's our definition of self-care, I think we're selling ourselves short. When we're talking to clients at Free Method Nutrition, we often hear that they are taking way more care of their kids, their spouse, their friends, really everyone else in their lives than they do themselves, which is a great problem to have because it shows that they care about the people they love. They want to put others first and they should be taking care of those other people in their life. That's great. It's so, so great. But at the same time, what we talk about with those clients is in order for us to show up well for the people we love, to show up for our friends, our family, our kids, all of these people in our lives, it is important that we take care of ourselves so that we're able to put our best foot forward. And side note with that, it also is a good reminder to know that we don't always have to show up and be 100% to care for and love people around us. And so this is where the definition of self-care and what self-care truly means comes in. Because self-care isn't always fun. Sometimes self-care looks like going to your therapist appointment when it's the last place in the world you want to be. Or it looks like reaching out to a dietitian to start talking through some struggles you may have with food when that is the last thing in the world you want to do. Sometimes self-care may be skipping a workout when you're sore, when you're tired, when you're just not feeling it, or maybe when you need to the extra hour to sleep in. Self-care can look like prioritizing brushing your teeth or getting in bed at a decent hour so that you can get good sleep. 
self-care could look like saying no to going out to dinner with friends because you need to save money or going to the grocery store after work instead of running through the drive-thru. It can look like setting aside time in the morning to read, pray, meditate, have some quiet time for yourself. And maybe with that, if you're listening and you're a mom and maybe the morning is the only time you can get that minute of silence just to kind of set yourself up strong for the day. Maybe it looks like waking up a few minutes earlier than your kids and your spouse when you're tired and you don't want to necessarily, but you know that it would be a really helpful thing to do. Maybe it looks like turning off Netflix so that you can go to bed earlier or maybe dig into some reading. Self-care can also look like having a hard conversation with someone that you love, but you know it's a conversation that needs to be had. And so these are all examples of self-care just like bubble bath and spa days and massages and things like that are definitions of self-care as well. But I think, again, this is an important reminder for us to know that self-care isn't always fun, but it still is very, very important. And when we're doing the hard work to care for ourselves in this world that really shouts, hustle, hustle, work harder, work harder, when we do the work to slow down, to get that extra hour of sleep, to skip that workout, to go to the grocery store instead of running through the drive-thru, we're able to show up and be a better mom, a better friend, a better spouse to all the loved ones in our life. And so really what I, I hope for you to take away from this episode is just to look at your life and look at ways in which you're caring for yourself so that you can best serve others. And typically what we do with clients when we're helping them kind of establish these just like daily foundational pillars that they want to make sure they're doing, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, which it's often broken into those three things, is seeing, okay, in a day, what are maybe like five things that I want to make sure I get done every day? That when I lay my head on my pillow at night, I know I've checked these five things off my list. And maybe it's things, these are some common things we see like, okay, I want to make sure I brush my teeth. I want to make sure I get some social interaction today. If you're listening to this in real time and in just the world of 2020 and Zoom and not as much personal interaction, it's really important to make sure we are still prioritizing socializing. And other things on the list may be, I want to make sure I drink water. I want to make sure I move my body. I want to make sure that I'm prioritizing eating three meals. And so really digging into what those five or so things may be for you and what some of our clients may do and they find a lot of success with this is getting a whiteboard or a sheet of paper or a place in your journal where you write out these foundational pillars that you want to do every day. And again, maybe dividing it into like, okay, these are the things I want to make sure I do daily. These are the one things I want to make sure get done weekly. These are the things I want to make sure get done monthly. And putting it on a whiteboard, putting it on in a journal, anywhere that is best for you on your phone and your Google calendar, where you can kind of have a, a must, you know, check it off once you do it. And, and so some examples maybe of weekly tasks, maybe a weekly task would be, I want to take a bath because I enjoy relaxing. I enjoy taking a bath. I enjoy getting to read or 
enjoy a glass of wine while I'm laying in the bath or maybe the not so fun things like doing laundry or going to the grocery store, but they're things that you know are important. Maybe the monthly things are still, again, things that may be seen more as like the quote unquote fun self-care, like getting your nails done or going to happy hour with friends. But maybe it also looks like getting your bills paid or making that Costco run to stock up on things like toilet paper. So knowing that it there still will be fun things, but also just the things that you need to get done just to keep you sane, for lack of better phrase, of things that you just, you know, need to get done at the end of the day. And so one thing I challenge you to do as a takeaway is to think through, okay, what are those tasks that I want to make sure I'm doing daily? What are those tasks I want to make sure I'm doing weekly and monthly? And then setting a goal for yourself of how to start getting those things done and obviously showing yourself grace of if you're not in the habit currently of, let's say, waking up and having a morning routine, it's probably not just going to happen overnight. And so what does it look like to start implementing something like that? Or even if you're not in the habit of brushing your teeth, that will take time. Um, if you're in a routine of watching Netflix every night until you know 11 p.m., it may be hard to break that habit. So giving yourself grace in the process. And so I hope today you walk away from this episode having a redefined definition of what self-care is and knowing that it's much broader than maybe you may think when you immediately scroll Instagram and see all the bubble baths and eye masks and all of the things like that. And I hope you hear me too when I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that type of self-care, but there's just so much more to self-care than bubble baths and all of those things. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Food Freedom Podcast. If you're curious how you can support our podcast and help it reach more people like you, we would love if you would take a minute to rate and review the show and be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. We'll see you next episode.